Let's do it, honey. All righty. We always open up with a morning prayer. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the obedience, Lord, the wisdom, as well as the strength and the courage to grab the harvest as before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> hey, y'all. I just want to let y'all know, all right, that the reason why we wake up in the morning and we go live, the reason why we wake up in the morning and we go on that call in line uh, from 6 a.m. to 6.30 is because we believe that God wants us to share with the people how to begin to comprehend the word so that you can apply the word. And then you can go from applying the word to experiencing what the word will do. And from experiencing what the word will do, you are then going to a point where it is manifested in your life and you are living the word on a daily basis. See, it's not, the word is not good if it's not working in your life. I mean, just, it's just that simple. If the word is not working in your life, it's like, okay, well, why use it? I want things to work in my life. And I'm telling you, we have experienced the word working in our lives in so many areas. I mean, y'all just don't know. Sometimes the storms be coming. And after the storm comes, then you got hail. Then you got rain. Then you got snow. I mean, you, you ever had back-to-back seasons all in the same week? Yes. So what you have to do is to be able to hold on to something. You got to be able to hold on to something. And the only thing that you can hold on to that will, that will be immovable is the Word of God. And people say, well, Mr. Woods, Miss Woods, why y'all do this? Because we want people to experience what God can do in their lives. We know what he's doing in our lives. We know how we've held on through different challenging situations. We know what the Word has done. It has kept us. It has kept us in the midst of the storms, and it'll keep you too. So, so often you find what, if you hold on to the world, you're going to let go. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if you hold on to the world, you're going to let go. But if you hold on to the word, I'm telling you, you're going to be like a ship. I don't care if that ship rocks back and forth and be like the ark. The ark didn't sink, y'all. The ark just kept on going. All the water came up and the ark just kept on, Noah just kept on. That's what we want you to have is that word so you can go from comprehension to application, from application to experimentation, from experimentation to manifestation. And manifestation is the substance that the word works. It's, that, it's the visual. It's the physical. Okay, you believe the word will heal? Okay, then healing happens. All right, you believe the word, will, the, the, you know, the, 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 the word can help you get, get become wealthy? The word, then it happens. It's not just some this, this, oh, I hope, this little, you know, itsy-bitsy, you know, chicken back, I have a wonder. No, no, this ain't no wondering word. This is the real thing. This ain't no wonder woman. This is the real thing, y'all. This right here, is, this is super God. This ain't no wonder woman. Super God. God is saying, I can do all things. He said, I can do all things. Through what? Through Christ who strengthens me. And you can too. But you got to work this word. You, you said something just now that just dawned to me. When you say that we've always, we've always said that the word became flesh, right? Mm-hmm. That the word is God, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. God is the word. If we have the word inside of us, that means that God is inside of us. Say that again. Say it again for the people. Say it again. 
if we say that if we believe that the word became flesh, that the word is God, then as we eat this word every morning, eat it every day, God is inside of us. And we have to believe that even when we're in the storm, he's inside of us. Mm-mm-mm. Even when we are in the rain, in the desert, in the, he is still with us. He's inside of us. Working. Working. See, God works every day. So it doesn't matter. The rain comes to the just and the unjust. No matter who you are. C- correct. No matter, no matter what, to the righteous, to, 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 to the sinner, to, the, to everybody, the rain just comes. But the rain comes to the righteous. We know that he is in us. Mm. So no matter what, we, cannot, we can't remove that because he's, it's in us. But you said if you believe. Yes. See, 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 that's, that's, that's that, that caveat, that, 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 that if you believe. See, a lot of times what happens is we try to work it out ourselves. Oh, you hear what I just said? We try to work it out ourselves. Now, here's a chart here that we're going to cover because I want you all to get this right here. All right? I got my little notes on there. You know, y'all know I'm a scribbler. I'm a scribbler. I'm just a scribbler. My wife knows I scribble all night. All right? But this is a, this is a little triangle, right? Got a little triangle here. I'm just going to say I'm on a triangle, right? And y'all see at the triangle here, at the top I have Jeremiah 29 and 11, right? At the bottom I have John 10 and 10, and on the other side I have Romans 12 and 2. Now, we've been talking about this, and we've been talking about when this is a, a, a message that we just really have just fallen on to that gives us a formula for success in our family, faith, and finance. And we believe that. We believe it because what we've been doing is tying these three relational relationship scriptures together to show you the correlation between what Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, what John 10 and 10 says, and what Romans 12 and 2 says. So if, if, if you're joining us, I want you to just do your triangle so you can follow us because what we're doing is we're giving you supporting scripture that further verifies that this is the formula for success in your family, faith, and finance because in the middle is me and God. Are, are you with me? That, that's in the middle. I put that in the middle. Me and God is in the middle. Now, sure, yes, you have family, but in your triangle – of success, you and God have to be connected. Remember what you just said? God is what? Inside. In our, inside of us. So if he's inside of us, we're going to work from the inside out. We're not going to work this thing outside in. We're going to work this thing inside out. Because once you know that God is inside of you, you begin to operate with his mind. You begin to operate with his spirit. You begin to operate with his intelligence. See, because if you work with your own intelligence, come on now, come on, come on, come on now. Everybody, everybody ain't that smart. I'm telling you, I know I'm not. So I can't work with my intelligence. I got to work with his intelligence. So Jeremiah 29 11, very important. John 10 and 10, 
Very important. Romans 12 and 2. I want you all to read those, okay? Now, we've given you further scripture to be able to tie it in. With Jeremiah 29 and 11, we gave you Genesis 1 and 26. That's right. That's how, see, if, if you know in Jeremiah 29 and 11 that the Lord has already declared that he has a plan for you, plan to prosper you and not to harm you, plan to give you hope and a future, if you know that, then you're going to know in Genesis 1 and 26 why he created you in the first place. He created you in his image, in our image. Whose image? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He created you to be able to go with the plan that he already has for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, when you just read it, it just hit me that it's a forward-thinking verse. It's, it's a what's going to happen tomorrow. It's, a, it's not a right this very moment. Absolutely. It, 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 it helps you to, no matter what you're going through, it helps your mind to move forward because there is a plan and hope for the future for you. So it keeps you, it's almost like a carrot that's in front of you, that if you put that carrot in front of you, that, hey, I have hope and a future, no matter what you're going through, you, you, kinda, you should concentrate on that. And, and that's very good because this is the third scripture we're going to add to that. We're going to add the third scripture. We're going to add Job 17 and 9 to that. Please see, Ramon, I like that you tied in because now with Job 17 and 9, what does it say? It says what? The righteous keep moving forward. Now, see how that just tied in? You see how that? See, I'm listening to you. You see, I'm listening to you. I don't listen to you much, but I do listen to you a lot more than you think I do. Now, Job 17 and 9 said the righteous keeps moving what? Forward. They keep moving forward. They don't turn back around. You got to keep moving forward. Now, look at the time. Look at the correlation here. Jeremiah 29 11 said that God has a plan for you, right? That's what it says. In Genesis 1 and 26, he created you for what? For the plan. You see what I'm saying? And he created you to have dominion over the plan that's going to be happening in the what? Future. Because he told you. He said, don't, 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 don't worry about what's happening right now. Don't, 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 don't look at what you see. That's what he said. He said, look what you see, because if you look at what you see, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to give up. You're going to stop having hope. You're going to stop having a future. But he said, if you, he said if you just, just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. If you keep moving forward, you're going to get there. I'm, you know, I'm encouraging my people because of the fact that it's so important for us to don't stop. Because it's easy to stop. I'm telling you right now, it's easy to stop. It is easy to stop. But when you get this word under your belt, when you get this word on the inside of you, this is something that keeps getting in your spirit. Let me wake up one more morning. Let me just do it another time. Well, just one more time. You know, I just don't do it one more time. Just one more time. Just do it one more time. And you keep doing it one more time and one more time. And God keeps blessing you and keeps revealing to you over and over again what he has for you in the plan. See, it all ties together. Write it down. Write it down. Jeremiah 29 11, Genesis 1 and 26. Job 17 and 9. Write those three down because those are three that fit right together. Now, John 10 and 10. We talked about John 10 and 10. We talked about the fact that what? The thief is going to do what? Come to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, he will. 
He's going to come. I'm telling you, look, you got to put something in that formula that you know is going to happen. A lot of times, it's all good. Well, it ain't all good all the time. Yeah, so you you wait you would wake up. It ain't well, all good. It's not all good, <laughs> but you have to count it all good. I know, but I'm saying, but it ain't all good. I understand. Because it says right there, Job 10, 10, when a thief comes, is that good? When a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, is that good? No, that's not good. But when you see the ending of it, okay, but I have come, that you may have life and have it more abundantly, have it to the full. That's what the backside of uh, John 10 and 10 says. So if you look at the front side, you're going to be weary. Oh, I don't want the thief to come. I don't want him coming. He's going to steal and kill and destroy. No, 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 no. But what God does, all right, he comes for us to have life and to have life more abundantly. Read the whole thing, please. Please. Don't get discouraged in the beginning because that's what the, oh, this is good. See, the, the, the devil wants you to get discouraged in the beginning. Because if he can get you discouraged, distracted, he can destroy you in the beginning. That's what his, that's what his motives are. His motives says, give up right now. Oh, you're too old to go back to school. Oh, you're too old to do this. Oh, you're too fat. Oh, you're too skinny. Oh, you're too black. Oh, you're too white. The devil tried to get you in the beginning. He tried to stop you in your tracks. When you're about to go for something big, he said, he'll give you all the reasons. Oh, not only will he give you the reasons. He will bring folks around you who can give you further reasons why you shouldn't go there. He will bring what we call negative Nancys around. Huh? Negative Nancy. Negative Nancy just coming. Oh, girl, you're right. I, I know what you mean, girl. I tried that myself, and it didn't work. I know it ain't going to work for you because I didn't do it. That's a negative Nancy. Huh? A wishy-washy willy. You don't want a wishy-washy willy around you when you got to go around for something for God. A wishy-washy willy says, oh, brother, no, my brother, don't try that because you ain't going to be able to make that happen. No, my brother, that's, you, you're too old for that. No, my brother, don't do that. Oh, you're too small for that, man. Don't try for that thing. No, my brother, you too. No, 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 no. That's a wishy-washy willy. You don't want wishy-washy willy and negative nations around you when you're about to go for what God has already told you. God has already told you. He told you already. Who you listening to? Huh? You listen to God or you listen to Wishy Washy Willie or Negative Nancy? Come on now. But think about that. John 10 and 10. The thief is going to come, but guess what? God came also. And then from there, the, 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 the supporting scripture, you got to read this to him, honey. On Ephesians. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Isaiah. Isaiah 43. 18 through 19. Okay, I'm going to read that to you. That's Isaiah. I'm going to put it down. And it reads, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Mm. I am making a way <coughs> in the wilderness. And streams in the desert. I, I have my glasses on. I want, I want to go in deep on that one. I got to go, I to go in deep on this one because this is good. This is right after John 10 and 10, right? Because in John, I'm giving you all what you're saying. You know some negative is going to happen, right? I mean, it's just, it's just going to happen. I'm just telling you it's going to happen. Just, it's in the formula. The formula for success 
does not negate the fact that negative is not going to happen. All I'm telling you is don't get tied to the negative. What he's saying right here, it says, it says, it says forget the former things. Okay, all right, okay. So you didn't lose 100 pounds. You didn't lose, you didn't lose uh, 20 pounds last month. All right, you didn't lose 20 pounds last month. Did you lose two? So forget about the fact you didn't lose 20. Did you lose two? You've got to forget about those things. It says forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, a lot of times we get caught up in dwelling in the past. Oh, well, I didn't make it the last time. I remember, listen, you know how many tests I failed in my life? You know how many tests I failed? Huh? I failed so many tests. The teacher said, oh, not you again, Brother Woods. Not you again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I kept coming back because all I had to do was pass. I forgot that I failed them. I forgot that I failed them. I kept on trying. See, a quitter is somebody who just quits. But a person who believes, they keep on trying. And so it says, forget the former things. It says, do not dwell in the past. Dwelling is living in a particular place. And many people, they live in the past because they did not do Job 17.9, which is keep moving forward. Oh, so they camped out. Yes. When you become bitter or you become bitter when you dwell in the past, you, you literally set camp. You live physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually in yesterday. And you know, you know, you know what just hit me, honey? Is that when people start living or dwelling in the past, they get mentally disconnected to the word. Well, because the thing about living in the past, right, everybody else is moving forward. You're living in yesterday. That is isolation in itself. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that the devil always does, he does just that. He isolates you. When you're going through, the first thing the devil's going to put in your head is you need to be alone. Oh, wow. That's heavy. That's yeah. heavy. I got I to stop right there because, see, if he can get you to the sideline, right, then he'll say, I don't want you to hear that good word. I don't want you to hear that. I don't want you to hear about people talking about moving forward. The devil try to isolate you, put you in a place where you can't hear the word of God. That's what he did. Look, here go ahead. That's why he tried to take Jesus to, and, and, and to the mountain to, 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 to tempt him, right? Huh? He tried to isolate him. So he couldn't hear from God. But God kept, Jesus kept saying over and over and over again, and the word said, and the word, see, he remembered, oh, this is good. He remembered what the word said. Every single time the devil tried to tempt them. Well, if you just jump, but the word said, if you just eat this bread because you're hungry, it, but the word said. Jesus kept saying over and over and over and over again what he knew inside of him. He carried the word into his place where the devil tried to isolate it so he was never disconnected to the word. He was never disconnected to God. Right, and this is why it's so important to not get caught up with the world because the world will lift you up. But as soon as you make a mistake, as soon as something happens, as soon as it rains on you, as soon as the storms come, 
immediately the world will dump you. The world will, will, will just totally uh, try to crush you. This is why you have to have the word <coughs> inside of you because God will be with you all the time. That's right. Go back to the chart. God in me. God in me. God in me. See, that's one thing I like about the word is because if I can get God in my inside of me, I know him as I go out here on this daily basis because, see, you know, sometimes I'm only I get separated. You know, we get separated because she goes her way, I go my way, we're moving and grooving. But if God is in her and God is in me, then automatically we're going to be in each other. Because we, you got to understand this thing. This is a triangle, y'all. This triangle is so important. This is what we believe. This is one of the formulas for success. I'm saying this thing is getting so good. I'm getting, getting so good. I, just, I, can't, I can't stop sharing it. And this thing happens. It happened when we began to teach this word in a simplistic manner. This is what they were, well, you know, what's it? it is our responsibility to spread the gospel. What is the gospel? The good news. The good news, all we're doing is spreading the good news. That's all we're doing. We ain't taking up no donation. We ain't trying to tell nobody to come to no church that we have. We're saying, listen, it is our responsibility as believers to spread the gospel. The good news about who? The good news about our Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Savior. How he's taking you through from, you know, from, from, from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, from year to year. You got to get excited about that thing. This is a continuous blessing that he's blessing on each and every one of us with, to wake up in the morning. Y'all need to share this right here. Y'all need to share this word this morning because as we go through this triangle, y'all, as we go through this triangle, we're giving you all supporting scripture. We're giving it to you all crystal clear. I mean, this game is, if this ain't simple, I don't know what it is. Everybody know what a triangle is, all right? Everybody know the triangle. Every three points on the triangle. So we go to our last point right here. We go to Romans 12 and 2, all right? Romans 12. You know what Romans 12 and 2 is, right? Huh? Do not be conformed. Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Huh? Y'all got that part, right? But there's, there's a supporting scripture for that, and that is Luke 7, uh, 9 and 62. Jesus replies, no one who puts a hand to the plow and look back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. See, if you've been thinking, thinking about this thing, what God is saying right here is, listen, he said, listen, go back to Romans 12 and 2. What did I ask you to do with your mind? Renew it, right? So if I'm telling you to renew your mind, am I telling you to put old wine in new skin? No. He's talking about new wine. New wine and old skin. That's right. New wine and old skin. That's why I got it backwards. Thank you, honey. He, he, said, he said, no. He said, he said, listen. He said, he said, if you're going to go, you're going to do something. If you're going to move what? Forward. You're going to move forward. Put your hand to the plow. That means go to work. That means, that means take your butt to work. That's right. Go to work. You're going to go to work. But you ain't going to take the plow, put your hands on there, and try to go down the road looking back. Then, Lord, I wonder if I'm going to make it. Lord, I wonder if I can do it. Lord, you, I mean, you, you're going to run up, you're going to run raggedy roads. For those who know anything about plowing, you will never get the field right. You don't try to plow a field before. I, I know the field, like you got to keep them roads straight, right? So what he's saying is keep your roads straight. Keep your... Keep your mind focused on who? The plan. The plan. Where's the plan at? Where's the plan at? 
Jeremiah 29, 11. Who created the plan? The Lord. What he created at? Genesis 1 and 26. And, and you have to constantly move forward mentally, spiritually. You've got to constantly think about that God has a plan for you, and you have to believe it with everything you have because your level of believing determines your level of achieving. Say it again. That's good. That's good. Write that down. Your level of what? Your level of believing determines your level of achieving. If you believe Jeremiah 29, 11, no matter what, that will, you will achieve that. But if you don't believe it, if you get scrimmage in the middle of it, if you start looking back, then the devil's got you because then he isolates you and he starts putting things in your ears that brings about more fear. You have to believe. I mean, I just can't stress it enough that the level of your belief mm. determines your level of achievement. I like that. I like that. And, and, and what we're trying every day is, from Monday through Friday, we're trying every day to say, listen, let's, let's increase your level of belief. Belief in what? The Word of God. I mean, it's simple. We are simplifying this word, y'all. We're simplifying it so that people can go from comprehension to application from application to experimentation, and from experimentation to the manifestation, what we want to see is this word working in your life. Yes, and, and when you believe that, right, even when bad comes, when a storm comes, you have to believe that, okay, somehow, some way, this storm is going to, it, it, God is going to take this storm, this this, this situation, and at the end, it's going to be really, really good. And it's, it just it, it reminds me or it makes me think about cooking. You know, sometimes when I'm cooking, there is some, there's an ingredient that goes into it that if you isolate that one ingredient, it's nasty. I mean, ooh, it's real nasty. But if I take that ingredient out and I don't put it in the recipe, right, at the end, it's not good. It's the same thing. In life, it's like baking a cake, and there are ingredients, there are situations that we don't like. But at the end, God is making us a better product. He's making us a better cake. And we've got to believe that every ingredient, every situation that we have gone through at the end, God is going to create this beautiful masterpiece, but you have to believe it. I, I'm going to use that example. I'm going to use that example because uh, anybody who likes cake, and y'all know I like sweet, I got a sweet too. You can't eat the flour by itself. Y'all heard what I said? You, you can't, I mean, you can't take that flour and start eating flour. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know, I don't know anybody who just eats flour, Right. But if you put that flour together, as Ramona just expressed. But you can't have baking stuff. Have you ever tasted Ooh, bacon? Taste. Oh, no, indeed. You can't have that by itself. But you put, the, put it all together. Now, eggs is good by itself, but you're not raw eggs. Now, I'm not too excited about raw eggs. But you put, it in the, you put it in that formula. And what God is saying here, the thief is going to come to steal, kill, and destroy. 
but he has come so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. I want you to do something today. I want you to do something different, all right? I want you all to draw that triangle. That's why I want you all to draw it out. I want you to put at the top Jeremiah 29 and 11. And you all know when you put down Jeremiah 29 and 11, you put your name in wherever Jeremiah 29 and 11 is. I want you to put in the next corner John 10 and 10. I want you to put Romans 12 and 2. The reason why is I want you to begin to get this formula into your spirit. Because the moment you get it into your spirit, you begin to believe that God will work in your life. We know. I'm telling you, we know. We know. We know he'll work. We know he works. We know it. The challenges we've had, I can't even tell y'all half the challenges we had. I can't even really share with y'all. You couldn't handle some of the challenges that we had. One old lady said yeah, she, had, she had like $20,000 in debt. I laughed at her. I said, honey, please. <laughs> I said, please. Put that on my credit card. <laughs> The, the craziness. But what but, but, but God has done, and he's been consistent throughout our journey. And he'll be consistent throughout your journey as well. Now, does that mean that everything is always going to go perfect? No. What it means is, though, that he's going to be perfect in the situation. He's not going to waver. No matter what the situation is, he's going to still remain the same. That's why I encourage you all, take this, share it. Share it with some people. I mean, just, just have a conversation about it. And, you know, everybody knows what a formula is. You, you, you know what a formula is. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to share that more with you in, in, during this week when you do the call-in line from 6 a.m. to 6.30. Let folks know that this word in the morning is like manna. It feeds your mind to help you to have a more motivated day. So, Mr. Woods, why y'all do this? Because God told us to do it. I'm telling you, me personally, I'm telling you, me personally, I'll be sideways right now, y'all. I'll be laying out. My wife would say she'll be working out. I'll be laying out. Boom, sideways. But for the past year and almost a year and a half, we've been waking up every single morning from 6 o'clock to 6.30, bringing this word to life. And what we're saying is we want y'all to begin to experience what God can do in your life. This word works. It's working. I mean, it's working. It's working. We see it working in people's lives. We see it. And we can't express enough how important it is for us to share this word with you. Now, if you want to tune in on the call-in line, you can dial 605-472-5349. That's 605-472-5349. Somebody put that on the screen so they can actually see that. 605-472-5349. Then they put the access code 454-760-POUND. And you join in with us Tuesday, I mean Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on the call-in line. We're going to be doing the exact same thing. You just won't be able to see me. You'll be able to hear. Same thing, live and in color. So we want to thank you all so very much for joining in today. But do me a favor. Share this message. Share it with as many people as you know need the word to get their day started, who are just going through. Sometimes folks just want them to hear a word, and sometimes a good word is like, woo, like a breakfast food. It gets you going. Okay? Yeah. And I'll leave you all with this. Um, the Word of God definitely admonishes us to live in the past. And you have to think about the, the, the caterpillar. When she goes through the metamorphosis of becoming a butterfly, can you imagine if the butterfly in the middle of the metamorphosis said, I don't want to be a butterfly, and turns around? Mm. Do you know 
that caterpillar will die because she's meant to be a butterfly. Mm. So be like the righteous and the butterfly and keep moving forward. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength and the courage, Lord, to move forward, to move forward and not become a bitter fly. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. It's time to sprout your wings. Y'all have a wonderful day. Love you. Share it, 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 share it. Thank you.